people out there that need Jesus. Um, I mean, me especially. Um, and for a couple of years, that mentor had walked me through a lot of great things with me. I grew with him and um, found freedom in a lot of things through Christ. And he says, now go. Now you found freedom. Go help people find that freedom. Um, so that was kind of like my goal or my mission was to come here. And there's like, there's people that need what I've experienced and what I continue to experience. Hey guys, welcome back to Leave It Better. On today's show, we have two special guests for you. Back in Hattiesburg are Hannah and Cody Block. Thank you guys so much for coming and being on the show today. Of course, thanks for having us. Yes, if you guys aren't familiar with Hannah and Cody, um, didn't weren't fortunate enough to spend time with them while they were at Southern Miss. Um, the two of them graduated in 2019. Hannah was on the soccer team, Cody on the football team. The two of you are now married, approaching your two-year mark. That's so exciting. Congrats on that. And then there's so much we can talk about today, and we will, but I want to start from the beginning. Uh, the two of you were a part of that small group when FCA started on the Southern Miss campus, and then you guys got to see it grow over the years to 10, 20, 30, 40 people consistently showing up, and it's continued to grow after you guys left, and that's a huge credit to both of you because you were both leaders in that and just such amazing encouragers. What was that like seeing FCA grow over the years? Uh, it was great. I mean, I moved here from Phoenix, Arizona, so I came a long way from home, and I knew from the get-go that I could just show up. I was probably a year or two into my faith and relationship growing with Christ and stuff, and I knew I could move halfway across the country and either get really involved and be intentional, or I could just kind of fade away in my faith and not really be active and just go through college, um, just kind of with like a worldly, I don't know, practice or viewpoint about it. So I wanted to get involved right away and I knew FCA was a thing I knew about it so showed up on campus and just jumped right in asked about it and um, it was like one other person or one or two other people that FCA like was like uh, just compiled of it was a basketball player Megan Brown um, and we just started doing like Bible studies at the basketball house it was like four people like a solid four people every week and then like one or two other people that show up once in a while um, not all of them are even athletes. We just have, like, we call it FCA, but, yeah, we'd have just the people in there that would show up. And, uh, yeah, I think yeah. it started that way. And then and then me know. my freshman year, we joined, like, right away. Me and my um, freshman roommate, Bree Schubeck, we, like, just joined. We're like, okay, let's just, like, go to this basketball house. Like, they're having FCA there. And we're like, okay. So we, like, show up, and there's, like, three other people there. It was, like, Megan, Cody, and... I forget who else was there, but but it, it was, like, weird because, like, we just consistently went, and it went from, like, the baseball house, and then Mr. Mitch, it started going to, um, what is it, the Duff Center, yeah, the Athletic Center, like, where the football team, like, meets and stuff, and so it just started there, and then it was, like, 10 people would start to come, and then just like consistently inviting people like from the soccer team, hey, like, do you want to come with me? And they'll be like, oh no, like next time. And then like next like Tuesday or Wednesday, whenever, like we would ask again. And then like consistently just like started getting bigger and bigger and bigger and like led to where it is, I guess now, which is amazing to see 
it is so cool to see the growth over the years. Yeah, now we meet in Reed Green. Do you yes. really? So oh my gosh. We, unfortunately, we only had two meetings this last year because of COVID and everything, um, but it was two great showings. Like, it was so cool, and it really is because you guys were so intentional. I know I was invited personally by you from the soccer team, and I know from friends on the football team that you were a huge person and advocate getting people there. So it keeps going on. It's so cool to be still here to see you guys' work play out like that. Seeing you guys talked at FCA, passed on so many lessons. Like I still remember your talk on getting out of your comfort zone and your testimony, Cody, and countless talks you gave and still have all these notes from them. If you could narrow it down to one piece of advice or lesson you learned during your time in college to pass on to college athletes or students right now, can you each pick one? Yeah, so um, probably my advice was I heard it from Timmy Runke, um, either at the gathering adventure or during like one of his sermons. Um, but he said like, don't miss it. And like when he said that, like it really hit me because I was like, like thinking about it, I was like, don't miss it. And at first I was like, don't miss what? Like I was kind of like, what? And then um, like the more that I thought about it and he like started talking, it was like, don't like miss the reason like you're here. Like, especially in like each like different season of life. Like don't miss the reason like why you're here in college and you're, you came to this college or don't miss out like on the reason that you were, you got injured, like, or whatever, like, don't miss the reason, like, why, because, like, it is so unique to be surrounded, especially in college, with, like, people your age, and then, like, especially whenever you go out into, like, your workplace, it's harder. Yeah, I remember yeah. you telling me that, Cody, actually, when I got hurt, you were, like, you can view this as another year to spend time and pour into people during your yeah. time in college. And that's what you did. Mm -hmm. And I remember that stuck with me, like, man, like what a positive outlook on an injury. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's like, don't miss the reason, like for your season, I guess. Like there's a reason for each thing you go through and like, don't miss out on the opportunity to like love someone, to share like your testimony with someone, to just like love on someone. Like, just like, don't miss, like, don't miss that. Like, don't miss it. And that, like, just, like, stuck with me. Like, I think about it, like, to this day, like, where I work, like, at whenever we're back home. Like, I just, like, think about stuff like that now. So it's, like, always stuck with me. That is so good. Yeah. Cody, what about you? Um, for mine, it's probably I had asked a mentor I had back home right before I left to southern Mississippi. This is our last Bible study. This is our last time meeting together. So give me the best piece of advice you got before I leave. Um, and he opened up the word in the Romans 8, and it talked about, like, people are, like, eagerly waiting to be freed from, like, bondage or freed from sin or freed from depression or anxiety or anything that, you know, there's people out there that need Jesus. Um, I mean, me especially. Um, and for a couple of years, that mentor had walked me through a lot of great things with me, and I grew with him and um, found freedom in a lot of things through Christ. And he says, now go, now you found freedom go help people find that freedom. Um, so that was kind of like my goal or my mission was to come here and there's like, there's people that need what I've experienced and what I continue to experience. So it was just kind of like, don't just be healed to be healed, like be healed to heal others or be free to free others. Um, and it's just like a continual thing I walk through too. And it's also something that I encourage to, to look back on and, and look back the other way and say, how could I help out someone who's been through something I have or could use a friend to lean on or encouragement or something like that.
That is so good. Yeah. So the both of you met through mm -hmm. FCA. Yeah. Now we yeah. got to get into this love story. <laughs> it's over. iconic yeah. in FCA community, <laughs> college getaway, all of that. Yeah. Where did it start, and how did the Lord bring you guys together? <laughs> um, our first year at FCA, or first year at Southern Miss, 2015, um, sort of been the 2016 college getaway on the bus ride up to wherever it's at, somewhere in the middle of Mississippi. <laughs> I don't know, super familiar. Uh, but I saw her on the bus, met her on the bus, um, and just from there would see her here and there through sporting events or in the cafeteria. Um, and then every week at FCA on like Wednesday nights or Tuesday nights. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, so it kind of started from there. That's like whenever we first really like met. And at the time I was just so like, no, like I'm just like focusing on soccer, like the Lord, like I just got here and stuff. And um, but Cody was always persistent. Like he always was just like little things, like tiny things that he would do. Like, hey, do you want to go to Sonic? Like, want to go get ice cream? Or, um, kill bugs in your apartment. Yeah, he yeah. literally, he literally came over and killed a bug in my apartment. I was like, oh my gosh. And I told my mom that, and she was like, Hannah, this boy likes you. Like, he comes over to kill a bug. Oh my gosh. I'm like, no, mom, we're just friends. And then, um, so yeah, it kind of just started develop, developing, just kind of just like being really good friends. Um, and then, uh, when was it? Yeah, I, I continually like pursued her for like a yeah. good four months. I think everybody yeah. knew that I liked her except for her. <laughs> and then it was like Halloween night, we won a football game. We went to like a Halloween party and afterwards I asked her, you know, I told her how I felt about her and I think it was just totally blindsided her. And uh, I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, yeah. what did you do? And uh, she's like, oh, I'm going to have to get back to you on that one. I'm like, all right. Uh, but, yeah, then I think a day or two later we, we met again, and you're like, okay, I think we should yeah. we could be boyfriend and girlfriend. I'm like, let's go. Yeah. And, um, so yeah, started dating. started dating and then got engaged at College Getaway, the place where we met two years prior, yeah. which was really cool. Um, incorporated and, an engagement inside of the skit. Yeah. And I think, you, I mean, you were there for yeah, it. Yeah, the most amazing thing <laughs> ever. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And, like, backstory on that, I had no that plans. It was, was a totally awesome. God God thing. Like, I, over winter break, went home, bought a ring in Arizona, brought it back to Mississippi. Um, I was like, oh, I'll propose, like, spring break or, like, later, something like that. And um, it was, like, three weeks later, we're on our way to college getaway. And I missed it because I was doing, like, an internship with FCA, and I was at, I think, like, a William Carey doing something. So I missed the bus to go. So I rode with Brother Mitch, and we we're up there on the way to college getaway. So having a conversation, and I told him, I was like, yeah, so I bought a ring a couple weeks ago. He's like, oh, really? I'm like, yeah. He's like, well, when are you going to propose? I'm like, ah, I don't know, like three or four months, something like that. And um, so she's like, you know she's going to say yes? I'm like, I'm pretty comf confident, yeah. And um says, well, why don't you do it this weekend? I'm like, what? <laughs> so why don't you do it this weekend? I'm like, I don't know. I said, I guess there isn't a reason why I shouldn't do it this weekend. It was like the place we met, literally where I met her was yeah. probably on the, on the same road. I met, uh, we were driving with Brother Mitch on the same road. I met her two years ago and just, we had such a great community of, uh, like just, all our people, yeah, there. all our people, like that knew, like our relationship, we're yeah. all going to be there. So we get to college getaway. I'm like, well, I don't have the ring. And he's like, well, I'm going back this morning to, uh, 
to go for like a coach's event or something. And I'm like, okay, well, I want to get my ring. It's in my bedroom. <laughs> like broke into the house, went into like my closet in a backpack, like underneath everything was a ring, brought it back, got there like three hours before the skit, gave me the ring, you know, went through the skit, practiced it for like the, the talent award or whatever. And then, um, yeah, yeah, dropped on a knee in front of everyone. She I had about fell over. zero idea. Like yeah. I knew like I wanted to marry him, but like, I did not think I was going to get engaged like junior year. So like the whole thing, I was just like, oh my gosh. And I just remember him proposing and I was just like shaking and like <laughs> about to me. fall. I was like, you have to like hold me up right now because I can't believe this is happening. Like this is insane. Yeah. But yeah, so then he proposed, got engaged and then... About a year and a half, got married right yeah. after, yeah, was... graduated like first week of May. And then I got married June weeks. 1. Like, so. literally two weeks after we graduated, we got married. Yeah, a lot happened in a quick, yeah. short amount of time. But we had a lot of people that cheered us on and supported yeah. us. And we did premarital counseling with uh, Brother Mitch and Timmy, which was huge. Yeah. Um, and you think marriage counseling, like, I've only heard of that, like, on the brink of divorce. Like, that's your yeah. last ditch effort is counseling. Uh, so we were like, that's kind of weird, but we'll do it. And it was just so refreshing, so... Yeah. Good to have that wisdom and information on the front end of uh, going into marriage rather yeah. than as a last-ditch effort. So yeah. it's been good. Yeah. Now being in married life and graduated from college, how does your walk with the Lord look different? You guys, to backtrack on that question, you guys left Southern Miss so much better than you found it. And I can say that like personally, and I know so many other people impacted by you guys and how you guys led and your love for the Lord. And how now are you trying to leave your community and your workplace and your family and friends better than you found it? Yeah, um, it's a little different. Sometimes it's a little harder just because you're not surrounded by like your people 24 seven. Like when you move, like you're moving to a different place, like your job, it's different people, like you don't know anyone. So it can be really hard. And I remember it was kind of a struggle in the beginning cause like we didn't have a church yet. Like we didn't have a community. Like we didn't have like our friends um, or like as many, like we had, had like maybe one or two friends, but like, so in the beginning it was pretty hard. Um, but it's just like the consistency of like, keep going to a church to find one and um but like in the workplace I mean I work in the NICU so with the, all the little babies and um uh a lot of my coworkers are older they're all like uh 50s 60s I mean I have like, like a couple that are like my age so it was a little tricky at first but honestly it was just like loving them like just like loving people like loving on people like through some of the hardest times in their lives um and just like trying to be a light in their life, um, whether that be like helping them out um, if someone's struggling for formula, like say, like parents can't get formula, like to buy formula for them and like, or just like leave little notes on um, for like the parents that are struggling. Um, but yeah, just like to continue like encouraging people and loving people um, like where you are. Like, like my purpose is to like, tell people about the Lord, like pray over them or like wherever I go. So like my mission is still the same. It just looks a little different now and can be a little trickier just because it's, you're not surrounded by all your soccer teammates all the time. Um, so yeah, it's just like really loving on people and just being there for them, their work. Yeah. 
Yeah, and to be honest, it, it hasn't been like the smoothest thing. It hasn't been easy at all. And I think if I could encourage like people that are transitioning the next chapter of life, moving, starting uh, work, all that good stuff, is that just like be consistent, make it a priority. Like it's so easy to make your finances a priority or make your job a priority or make your house, your living space a priority and to kind of like push, just put it in the back of your mind or, or not put it high as high on your list, your faith, your walk and and community and all those good things. So yeah. like for us, we I think we moved and the first church we went to, we weren't like super crazy, awesome, enjoying it. Um, so we went to a different one. We thought that one was really good. We went to it for a while and then saw some things that we, you know, didn't agree with or how to leave to another one. So it's just like, keep trying. If like something doesn't work out, it's not easy. Um, keep going at it. And I've heard it's funny, like someone's like related to like a dating relationship. Like if you go on a date with like one person and it didn't work out and it didn't go well, like you're just going to give up on dating ever in your life. Um, it's like the same thing with church or like finding a group of people. Like if you try one, doesn't work out, like go try another one, go just like be consistent with it. And, um, that's kind yeah. of what our story's been like the last two years. Mm -hmm. And um, it would have been so easy to just be like, oh, it's not the same as Hattiesburg, the church we went to in Hattiesburg or the group we was, is too hard. Let's just, yeah. you know, give up on it or not try. It's just be persistent and, I don't know, pray about yeah. it and yeah. just, yeah, make it happen. What so. great advice. Thank you guys. I can't thank you enough for being here, coming to Hattiesburg, being on the show. It means so much. Yeah. You guys continue to leave it better here, so thank you guys. Yeah, and thanks for having us, yeah. and it's so cool to see what you're doing and just to look back and um, see the life that's been given and, and um, the stories behind every, everybody yeah, that's here. Awesome to see you. Thank you guys. So, here they are.